This is a podcast by RMES PhD Council. My name is Bartek and I'm a PhD candidate and a lecturer at the Erasmus School of History, Culture and Communication in Rotterdam. And I will be a host for this episode. Today, we are going to talk with Mr. Leo Sipe, who's the director for the Media Training Center, Northern Netherlands. Leo is a journalist for daily and weekly newspapers, radio and TV programs. Uh, he made several documentaries, wrote countless articles, and published four books. We are incredibly lucky to speak to Leo and learn from his experiences. First, I would like you to briefly introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and your work. I hope I uh, covered some main points in my introduction, but I'm sure you can do a better job. Yeah, I work uh, since um, the 80s, the mid-80s in journalism, started for the radio in Hilversum, that's the main capital of the Dutch Public Broadcast Center. Uh, and I started to work um, uh, for several broadcasters, uh, and I make a lot of uh, radio documentaries and also research programs uh, for the VPRO, that's one of the broadcasters. Um, and I worked several years for um, a research program on the radio called Argos Radio. It's still existing. Uh, 25 years ago, it was started up, but it's still is existing on the radio. Um, and then I moved on to, to make television, television reports and television documentaries. They asked me here in Groningen to uh, work for a foundation who um, make cultural documentaries. Um, I did that for 12 years. I learned a lot about how to make and produce a movie, a documentary. And then I, I wanted to go back to the journalism. I, I, I love journalism very much. So I want to go back to, uh, to write articles and also to give lectures and training for, um, pupils, um, and students here in, in the northern part of Groningen together, um, in uh, association with the NVA Academy. That's the Dutch. Mm -hmm. um, center for um, uh, a trade union for journalists and they wanted to have a northern part of a training exercise education program so then i moved in uh, and now i nowadays i'm the director of this uh, this center and i work with a lot of experienced journalists they gave all kinds of lectures interview training but also media training that's amazing. This is such a rich experience going through media, going through newspapers, radio programs, television. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that, that we are able to talk. So can you tell us a little bit more about your work with University of Groningen in terms of training scientists and staff members for media contacts, for media training? Can you, yeah. can you tell us about this experience? Yeah, I have uh, some experience with the University of Groningen to uh, have a day, um, a daily program on media training. It's in the morning. It's uh, about theory um, access, uh, how to work, uh, yeah, how to work in media, uh, what a journalist is uh, like to do, um, how can I uh, approach the media on a proper way as a scientist because it's a difficult, um, a difficult area of field eh, to work in it's not so sexy a scientist uh, for journalism is not sexy. Um, despite uh, uh, it's an increasing thing that uh, there are more programs on the dutch radio for example but also on the dutch television to have access to uh, scientific um, uh, things to happen uh, but in my days 20 uh, 35 years ago there were 26 publishers of newspapers in holland and they have their own 
page of scientific approach. I know here in Groningen there is a newspaper and they had one um, scientific um, uh, journalist who works and write articles about scientific scientific things happened here to the University of Groningen. That changed at all because nowadays we have two publishers for all the newspapers and magazines in Holland. So it's uh, more about um, to uh, decrease it. Um, yeah. And I said a, a scientist is not a sexy object. So it's hard to get when a scientist, it's hard to get some attention from the media. Now I explain in these trainings days, it's in the in the midday before in the morning, it's about um, theory uh, uh, access. And after in the midday, it's uh, practice with a camera on it, how to work it when you come on screen, um, how do you behave yourself? Uh, stay to your um, uh, key message, for example. Um, a journalist wants to try to have more information than you want to give. So that kind of exercises we uh, practice uh, with each other. And, and they like it because it's, um, what I said, it's very strange and very hard to get media attention for scientists. It's fascinating to hear, right? Because we as scientists, we, we oftentimes have to engage in public speaking. We, we have to talk at conferences. We do some teaching and yet we get camera shy, uh, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, not only camera shy, but also telephone shy. Uh, I, I read uh, last an art article that uh, youngsters don't use the telephone anymore, but even uh, people from mid-age don't use the telephone also and not anymore. And uh, when you are working in the media, you're, you're using your phone very often. Also, and I teach it also to the, the scientists here in Groningen, um, when a journalist is calling you and he wants to record something for radio or television, he has to hear, to hear your voice. Otherwise, when you're hesitating or you don't speak properly, you don't come into the recording message. So that's one of the things I learned to them. Uh, another thing is think about sound bites, you know, think yeah. while you're going to in the media, what your message is uh, will be. Uh, also um, difficult questions, how to deal with that. And now, then you have to uh, go with your uh, colleagues and say, okay, there's a journalist coming on uh, this afternoon, uh, how can I practice to um, say to him uh, my my vision of my subject? Because it's also to do with money. Uh, when you are frequently in the media as a scientist, it's also for fundraising. Uh, you know, your, your name is going around. It's better for to get some fundraising for your next exercise and uh, examination of your uh, subject. And other thing is what I learned to this um, uh, scientist is that you can do a lot by your own. You can build a website, for example, to publish your results of your examination of your scientific approach. You also get working with animation videos on the website, infographics, a lot of photos on the website, and also to use your PowerPoint on the website. So that's a different approach. It's not only that a journalist is calling you, but you have to be a kind of an active member to show your own results of your uh, yeah, uh, scientific uh, research. So it's really about going both ways. It's not only about receiving the it's not only from you. No. You have to 
to get attention of the media. So why don't you uh, do your own thing uh, on this kind of way? There are some examples for this. There is a famous uh, woman in America. Um, she's called Diana Covern, mm -hmm. and she um, has a YouTube um, series. It's called Physics Girl, and she explains all kinds of physics things on on a on a nice, very um, easy way, uh, understandable way. But she has a lot of followers, so that's one of the uh, uh, things uh, I can uh, say to scientists: only um, not waiting till a journalist you are calling, but be proactive. Another example is here in Groningen. Uh, she called Daisy Feenstra, and she is a psychologist. She gives lectures to medicine students at the UMCG in Groningen, and she is called the rapping psychologist. <laughs> she makes raps, and she has a lot of followers on TikTok, uh, and she explains in, uh, also in an easy way her um, discoveries about psycho psychological topics. So that's also a kind of example. In the earlier stage, how can you send your matches over to the public? Now think about that. What kind? What kind of uses you can do? You you make a report. Uh, not only the text is uh, valuable, but also a lot of infographics you can add to this report. Also, a lot of photos you can add to this to make it attractive for a broader um, public. It's great that you're giving us so many, so many concrete tips, uh, because that really connects to my, to my two next questions. So you gave us some examples of very successful ways of communicating with media. So using social media, going on YouTube, going on TikTok. Um, can you share maybe some memorable experiences when of, of scientists not being so successful of media? So we know what to avoid? Yeah, because uh, social media has a bad connection. Um, social media brings a lot of unrest and social media is not uh, in a kind of way that it is a, gives a nuance, you know, uh, and scientists loves nuance and, and not uh, popularization. Uh, so that's a tricky thing for scientists uh, to go on social media. But on the other hand, you are the director of your own information. So you can also give her direction on this, you know, on this way. So use not TikTok is probably for for youngsters, but YouTube or also LinkedIn. You can link, use LinkedIn as a scientist to give a broader uh, approach of your research uh, research things. Uh, another thing is um, to be active. There is a, a foundation, how you call it in Dutch, is the Vereniging, a foundation of scientists journalist uh, it's also one part of the dutch trade union nva um, there is a list a complete list of these scientific journalism journalists on this uh, website mm. so when you have a, a, a kind of research thing and you want to do it properly in the media call one of these um, uh, men or women and uh, have a discussion with them about your um, uh, approach of your uh, scientific career research. Uh, so that's also a tip for you to do it. But I'm, I'm aware that scientists are a little bit afraid for social media. Uh, and that's true. It's, it's complicated, but give it a try. Because I said before, you are the director of your own information. 
No, that's definitely true. And I, I really appreciate how you how you mentioned that, you know, we as scientists, we like this nuance, right? We we're not doing very well with um with short messages, with polarized messages. So sometimes we're really scared of this sensationalism and uh, our results being overblown. Yeah. You know, I feel with media logic, oftentimes, especially these days. It's about a catchy title, sure. uh, a clickbait title. Yeah. And when we study socially relevant topics, like is video gaming related to higher violence or the social media make us less happy with life? Yeah. Uh, sure. th there are rarely, you know, very straightforward answers. Before sure. you said that, you know, we, 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 science is not really sexy, right? So do you have any advice on communicating um those you know potentially uh, nuanced complicated messages to to audiences through media is is there yeah. a way to do that yeah i think uh, you can learn from politicians um, and and also from journalists to think in sound bites it's, it's a little bit rare for uh, scientists because they are looking for the nuance but when you are preparing before you have contact with a journalist uh, think also about to use sound bites like politicians use sound bites. Yeah? Uh, uh, think uh, about uh, Barack Obama uh, when he's uh, going for this election thing. Uh, he said, um, go further or something like that, you know, yeah. one, one, one topic. So you can also use it um, and, and uh, bring it back to the scientist who wants to have media attention to also say, okay, what's, what is what is the sound bite to stay on it, you know? Um, and that, that you can prepare. So I will give you the advice to prepare yourself fundamentally before you are going to contact a journalist and say, what's, what is my, my key message I want to bring? Um, because you are doing important things for uh, the society. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I want to communicate with you to think about that and also to learn and practice on camera and also for microphone because that's a kind of a different approach than than have an interview for a newspaper and also for when you have a interview for a newspaper i always said to my pupils uh, afterwards can i read the text on things are not uh, putting down really good so i can change it you can ask it for uh, the journalist and the journalist is not um, he, he always will do your request because he wants to stay uh, in, in a good situation with you. But for uh, radio and television is to prepare yourself how to come over in 30 seconds because you have less time. In my time when I started um, recording radio, the attention value was about three minutes, four minutes. Then we have uh, had to make a break with music or something like that. And then afterwards, a new load of information. Nowadays, it's 30 seconds attention mm -hmm. value, you know? So think about that when you are going into the media, that time is against you in radio and television. It's fascinating. And I, I really appreciate your advice. You, you also said like, think like uh, politicians, think like journalists. I think it's very, very important for the academic world to have those connections, have those analogies, uh, because of course we can theoretically deconstruct and say media attention, media logic, 
but then we we also have to have to follow it so so now that we are encouraged to have shorter abstracts for for our papers um, make an abstract also uh, visible uh, more attractive to read um because it's in the media also um it's a little bit uh, crazy to say but the media the journalist has no not much time so they read the summary uh, on the large page of the report and that's it um and when it is not attractive they put it away so take about care also to uh, make your summary very attractive to that they start to read it you know that's that's definitely a a, a great great advi advice and then shorten it into a line into a sound yeah. bite in a sound bite really yeah, sound bite. Uh, yeah. really have the have the brand yeah. um that's amazing i think we have covered a lot of things about uh preparing for media so preparation is the key practicing uh, yeah. reaching out to media uh do you have any other advice anything else you would like to share with us maybe for current phd students and uh, early career researchers about contacting media about promoting their work anything that you haven't had chance to share with us yet i want to say don't be afraid for the media uh, cooperate with them um, and when you have to build up a relationship with one of the journalists uh, you have to build up a network uh, and stay in touch with this network so be proactive not only waiting till a journalist you are calling no go on the market by yourself and look for journalists who are capable to make a news uh, a kind of report of your uh, item research item that would be my advice proactive yes that's great that's that's really really amazing we had an episode of uh, on, on networking so i think all of our soft skills are coming together leo thank you very much for this conversation uh i would like to thank our listeners as well for for joining us today and i hope uh you will join for, for other episodes thank you very much thank you very much